You don't have to necessarily have done anything wrong for things to get completely out of control. It's a terrifying doctrine, but it's not a hopeless doctrine because it still says that there's a way forward, there's a pathway forward, and the pathway forward is to adopt a mode of being that has some nobility so that you can tolerate yourself and perhaps even have some respect for yourself as someone who's capable of standing up in the face of that terrible vulnerability and suffering. Well, certainly by the avoidance of deceit, particularly in language, but also by the adoption of responsibility for the conditions of existence and some attempt on your part to actually rectify them. You know, if you take people and you expose them voluntarily to things that they are avoiding and are afraid of, you know, that they know they need to overcome in order to meet their goals, their self-defined goals. If you can teach people to stand up in the face of the things they're afraid of, they get stronger. Success is not rocket science. You go and find the thing that you don't know, learn the thing you don't know, and do the thing you haven't been doing, and get the life you say you want. I just, all I wanted was unfamiliar. But you have to understand that most people don't invite in unfamiliar because people are more committed. People are more committed to a familiar discomfort than they are to an unfamiliar new possibility. The key words are familiar and unfamiliar. See, we want to have a new experience while having some of the same behaviors because they're familiar to us. They're, they're familiar. Some of them not even comfortable. People in relationships are not even comfortable. It's just familiar. People are still at jobs that aren't even comfortable. They're just familiar. So that's the craziest that we're more committed to a familiar discomfort than we are to an unfamiliar new possibility because of the familiarity, not even the comfort. To give people a vision of themselves beyond their mental conditioning and their circumstances, to let them know that they have greatness within them. But Han, greatness, it's not our destiny. It's a choice that you have to make every day. You have to put yourself in a state of perpetual discomfort in order to manifest your greatness. You've got to reach outside of your comfort zone. So every day I look forward to the opportunity to inspire people to reach higher, to understand and know that what they've done is only a tip of the iceberg of what's possible. Well, I, I think a fair bit of that's probably to be found in, you can find it in shame, you can find it in guilt, you can find it in conscience, you can find it in anger, you can find it in interest and engagement and beauty. There's lots of pathways. If you're angry about something in the world, well, it, it's speaking to you in a moral sense. This shouldn't be that way. Well, maybe you're the person who should do something about it in some manner. Maybe it'll take your whole life to figure out how to do that. Negative emotions can be a pathway to transformation. I'm not trying to romanticize them. They can crush you completely and leave you with nothing, for sure. And they can go badly astray, but shame, that's a good one. What am I ashamed of? Well, can you fix any of that? 
Because you might ask yourself, let's say you're so ashamed and so crushed that you're nihilistic and you can't see any hope for life. You're just done. You might think, well, what if I was less ashamed? I'm going to work on these things that I'm ashamed of and, and just see. Like, does my life improve enough so that I'm not so bitter about it now or I'm not so hopeless about it now? And my experience has generally been that that works. It works. There are winners, there are losers, and there are people who have not discovered how to win. All they need is some help and assistance, just a little support. All they need is some insight or a different strategy or plan of action to make some adjustments that will open up the key to a whole new future for them, that will give them access to the unlimited power that they have within themselves. If we do not do what we cannot do, there's no issue. If we do not do what we can do, we are a disaster. So, I'm saying, at least are you as joyful as you were when you were five years of age? At thirty-five, forty, if you're not as joyful and as exuberant as a five-year-old boy or girl that you were, obviously you're a disaster because you're not even square one. That was square one of your life when nothing was in your control, all right? You're not even in square one, you sunk deeper. That's a disastrous life. Never before in the history of humanity, any generation had these kind of conveniences, these kind of comforts, these kind of wonderful things that we have today. Never before human survival was better organized than it is today. Mm -hmm. If we don't do it now, when? Many great beings have come on this planet, but when they spoke, hardly ten people could hear. Today we can sit here and talk to the entire world. When we have this, if we do not transform the world into a more loving, joyful, exuberant humanity, it simply means we don't care. I don't want to go as that. So it's little tiny adjustments that have the most profound effect on people. And it's never too late to say, I'm enough, I can find love. And now if you give someone the power to make you feel good, you give them the power to make you feel bad. And if you do it to yourself, you feel so much better. It makes you slightly bulletproof. You still need other people, we all need other people. But the dialoguing with yourself and starting with I'm enough, Are you willing to be inconvenienced for your conviction? And, and as you ramp up, as you ramp up, you're going to have questions, you're going to be afraid. I do more things afraid now than I do fearless. Because the bigger you play, the bigger your breakdowns. Fear fuels you. Fear is informing you, it's not stopping you. I'm not enough, I need more. And if you feel enough, you start to feel equal. See, most of us feel unequal. 
really what I'm enough is doing is reactivating, remanifesting, regenerating what you were born with, an ability to say, I'm enough. Most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. It's not about excuses. We all have them. We all got some good reasons for why we're not doing what we're supposed to do. But listen to me. Don't make excuses. Make adjustments. Stop making excuses and make the adjustment because you can have what you want, do what you want, be what you want. No matter what you face, no matter how bad it is going to be, when there is a challenge, and by a challenge I mean anything in life, any, any challenge, anything that you're facing, the only way to overcome the challenges that you face, take that step. You have to accept that all your excuses are lies. They are lies, all of them. The problem with some of y'all, the reason why you don't give 120% every doggone time you get on the field, because you ain't got a why for what you do. And I'm telling you today that many of you have dreams and goals, but you will never get to where you're trying to get to from where you are. That's right, you will never get there from the bed. You will never get there from the couch. You will never get there from sitting and talking about it until you're being about it. You don't have time. That's a lie. You don't have support. That's a lie. You don't have the equipment or the gear. You don't know the best way. Who cares? That's a lie. Or you're too old or you're too young. Of course you're too old or too young. Lie. And there's you're too busy. Sure you are. That's a lie. You need to, uh, well, ask yourself. Am I spending more time talking about achieving my goals or am I spending more time actually working toward those goals? And the list goes on and on and on. And it doesn't stop if you don't make it stop. It's all about effort and what you want. In order to be successful, you need two things. You need consistency and you need discipline it, it it all boils back down to these like same really basic principles like if you're comfortable equate that with no change if you're uncomfortable you know start to associate that with the opportunity to change to propel you what changes people is when your should becomes a must when suddenly the thing you said should happen has to happen that's when human beings change Everyone in the world has a list of things they think they should do. I should lose weight. I should work out. I should spend more time with my kids. I should work harder. I should make more calls. I should, I should, I should, I should. 
And then you know what? People don't do their shits and they get mad at themselves. Stop making excuses and just go do it. Everything about you is great, but the problem is you have consciously chosen to be average. I get it. You complaining, complaining, complaining. Listen to me. You murmuring and complaining. You complaining and complaining and complaining. Shut up. Stop complaining and do me a favor. If you want to make a difference, all you got to do is one thing. This is how you can start it. You want something different? Listen to me. All you got to do is make a decision. That's it. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always. Thank you for joining. On this this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the motto, the slogan, what we live by here at the show. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. Today's quote is brought to you by. Bob Marley. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. One thought provoking. Well, one challenging one question to challenge you. And two thought-provoking statements, family. First, first question, question to challenge you is, what life decision or decisions that you are embarrassed about that you should be doing more on? Again, what life decision or decisions that you are embarrassed about that you should be doing more of? First thought-provoking statement, you don't have. You don't have and the third and final uh well i should say the second and final thought-provoking decision or statement excuse me familiar discomfort with unfamiliar new possibility again familiar discomfort versus unfamiliar new possibility i like that that was uh, lisa nichols um saying i really like that today's episode is entitled family the permission slip to live life the permission slip to live life well let's get into today's show i hope that there's something here that someone or somebody or that i could touch today and change their perspective of what they're going through and what they're dealing with in life so let's unpack that question that I, I asked you, family. What life decisions or decisions that you are embarrassed about that you know you should be doing more? I, I remixed that from um, 
I can't remember his name, Peterson. Uh, oh, he he phrased it in a way of what are you ashamed of? And I, at first, when I first when I first heard it, like he said, well, what are some things you're ashamed of that you know you should be doing in so many words? And when I thought about it, it it really helped me open my eyes up a lot more uh, of the fact of because it you know you know there'd be things that you'd be like, man, I know I need to do that, and then you for me, I start creating a a sense of guilt, a sense of frustration. And and really the 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 frustration comes from the guilt because I'm like, man, I know I should I shouldn't be eating this. I need to eat something else that's more, you know, healthier. Or I know that um, I should be getting up earlier than what I am. But, you know, this time is is has has worked really well and it's uncomfortable, but it's not but it's and it still gives me the, the the sleep that I that I require to make sure that I'm you know functional. And as I was meditating today, I was thinking. I said, "But honestly, let me ask you a question, Ed. Do you have you really? What time do you know that you need to 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 change your schedule? What time? What things do you know that you need to to start doing?" And when I start asking myself these type of questions, I start realizing that um, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable getting up at 4 a.m. versus at 3 a.m. At 3 a.m., I am nervous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, family. I'm nervous because, you know, I'm nervous the the night before because I'm hoping that I get enough, enough sleep. I'm nervous the day of because I'm like, man, there's 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 so much that I want to do and will I be able to stay awake to, to, to keep the consistency, you know, and I've woken up at 3am and I've done actually like a 3am, a 30 days of 3am, but it is very uncomfortable. But that's why I like what Lisa Nichols was talking about, where she said about the familiar discomfort versus the unfamiliar new possibilities. And just think about it, family. How many times have you personally stuck in a familiar discomfort versus a unfamiliar discomfort? Here's a perfect example, because I'm, I'm living in it right now. I know I need to clean this room and I'm looking around and I'm like, man, this room, I need to, you know, pick some of these books up that I had set aside and, you know, some other things I need to go through mail and and I'm familiar with it because it's I'm like, well, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it versus it being unfamiliar, meaning that keeping the room in tip top shape. I'm saying I want to do video vlogs, So you want to make sure your room is clean and. And and that's the, the funny thing is, it's not it's just this room, but it's it's like I. You know, have you ever and then you you do things like this and, and family just work with me for a little bit. Maybe this is not you. Maybe this is somebody, your cousin or your sister's uncle side that's done this. I don't know. But if you have done this, just laugh with me right now. Have you ever uh, justified why you haven't done something that you need to, to do? Here's an example. I know, like I said, in, in, in cleaning a room, and it's not a disaster or anything. I'm not junkie. I'm just, I'm giving you an example, family. I know I need to clean the room, and I want to clean the room, but how I'm justifying it is saying, well, you know, then I won't be able to find what I'm looking for because everything, and it's funny, I, it, it, and when you look at it, that's what we do a lot of times with the goals and dreams we want to achieve. We say, well, yeah, I want to achieve this, but, you know, um, well, this came up, and, and you know, I, I just... 
I don't have nobody guiding me and leading me in a, a, the direction to help me to help me grow or to help me understand the business. And I'm like, man, you got to go anyway. And if because if you don't, if you don't go and, and sit and, and continually just sit back and waiting for somebody to to reach out to you, waiting to hope that it works, it, it will never it will never work. And a lot of times, family, you are guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. And maybe you're you're not. I apologize. Let me clarify. I've been guilty of it on plenty of occasions where you you know it's one of those things where you know it's not what you think you know what you should be what you should be doing based off of the if you've done homework and research in whatever the goal and dream uh, that you're chasing so if you're saying that you want to lose weight and you know you need to be to work at 8 a.m then it require and you've tried to work out after work and you seeing that you're not having the success versus saying, what if I got up two hours um, earlier for work uh, before I go to work and I work out that hour and then get dressed that next hour and be on my way. And you realize, Hey, this works. And then you're like, but man, I just don't want to give up, get up that time. Cause now I got to give up, you know, the time that I probably could have been doing something else. And so it goes back to the, it's just like a circle that goes around and around where you're, you're constantly, you're constantly telling yourself or talking yourself out of what you know is going to work. And sometimes it may not work. You have to adjust. And that's the beautiful thing about a life. That's why I like what Eric was talking about, where he talks about, you need to learn to make adjustments. And that's one of the things in my life I've had to really be patient with as far as being able to make adjustments and not make excuses for you know, well, I don't have a mentor in this area. So what I do is I'll go get a book and I can never say, well, I don't have time because I do have time. And the reason why I know, because I can look over my schedule and say, yeah, I probably didn't need to watch that whole season of that. Or I probably didn't need to spend all this time, you know, going here and doing this. I probably could have took a different approach or I could have just said, let me get up earlier and do all the things I need to do before life throws their distractions at me. You know, the distractions of life Oh, a friend will call you up out the blue and I wouldn't say out the blue, but you weren't expecting it. You weren't ready. And he said, Hey, um, you know, I meant to tell you I'm moving, uh, tomorrow. Could you help me? And you like, ah, You know, and it's one of those things where he was there for you. So you're like, all right, I'll be there. But you weren't planned for that. So it's just like the distractions of life. That's why for me, I know it's important to to get up in the morning, but it's uncomfortable for me to get up in the morning. I have always been an individual that for me, I liked working at night because of the fact that again, there were no, nobody bothering me. There were no distractions. And I, a matter of fact, I wouldn't even get distracted myself. However, I would sleep through, you know, until almost the afternoon. And I was like, but I said, then there's no way that I'll probably be able to make connections and things like that and do, you know, do business deals because they're during most of them are done done during the day. So I say all that family to say that we have to be able to get 
comfortable with being uncomfortable. And as you know, again, my favorite book uh, with Tim Tim Grover and Relentless, that's all that, and that's not all, but that is really part of the foundation of what he talks about is the things that people are willing to finally say, you know what, I'm going to make a commitment to this and no more excuses. And it's going to be, you're going to have weeks where you're just amazing. Like I was looking at my measure, my charts, as far as the things I said that I wanted to do measuring it week over week. And I, again, I find myself on weeks that like one week I'll be just knocking it out the park. And then another week it just drops. I mean, drastically and I'm asking myself why is this happening what am I doing and I I mean it's one of those things where you you know what you're doing like you you know that you said hey I'm not it's not about just I'm not happy in this situation it's this situation whether let's let's speak from a standpoint of your job you saying you know I know that I, you know, I want more out of a, my job that I'm getting and only way to, to demand more is I have to be more. And after going through that whole piece and you're saying, you know what, maybe this is not a good fit for me anymore. Maybe it's time for me to move on. And, but you still stay because it's the familiarity of it, of you having to start at a new organization and then climb your way up again is, is, is not fun. It's not, it's not fun earning your name all over again or having to sh- prove yourself in so many words all over again after you've proven yourself, after you showed up day in and day out. Now you got to go and start over. A lot of people don't want to do that. And I don't, I, I get it. I, I get it. But let's, let's be honest. What is your end goal? What do you want? I remember a coach, he had came to me and and because something that I've uh, struggled with over the years, family, is uh, he would <laughs> and how he put it, he said he was like, E.D., I wish you would just stop playing down to your competition. You know, you need they need to catch you. You need to stop playing down to where they're at. And what he was simply saying was, you know, just because they're not playing hard, that doesn't mean that you stop, you know, you, you stop playing hard. You play just as hard. Like if you, have you ever noticed when like a, a number one team is playing like a so-called like underdog and the number one team is just, sometimes they'll be just taking it lightly and not really playing with that aggression that they, that they've played with to get to that number one spot where that team that is the underdog is playing like this is this is game seven like they're playing like this is their last game of their life and they end up beating them because of the fact of that they had more they had more they were committed to it more versus that number one team and it was that hunger that they had and so a lot of times what we do family is 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 in that comfort zone of seeking like we, we're seeking that permission slip to be great we're seeking that permission slip to finally live on our terms we're seeking that permission slip to finally stop just surviving and actually living life. And because we feel that we're going to leave people behind, we feel that they're not going to understand. And again, family, I get you. I'm with you 110% with with you because I've, like I've told you, I've struggled with that because you want to, if you're somebody that's, uh, that's 
a I don't want to use the word giver, but someone that likes sewing into people a lot, someone that loves, you know, uh, being more to them than than what you can as far as with a just a more or less a servitude mindset. You you want to see people around you, people you don't know, just win, win at this thing they call life. Because if more people in your circle or more people that you be you know start developing friendships with win, then when they have opportunities, they can bring you along and vice versa. However, what you have to understand, and again, this is going to take patience, it's going to take time, and you're going to consistently get it wrong. I'm just going to tell you. But eventually, when you do get it right, you're going to say, wow, you know, I've had times where I've gotten it right. I was like, you know what? It's not, I have to continue to work on me. I have to continue to, to put one foot in front of the uh, of the other I have to continue when I don't feel like doing something to push through it anyway because if if I don't then what am I doing this what am I here on this earth for if if my gift and my true calling is to be able to be a speaker to be a a a a certified businessman to help other people grow, to be able to pour into other people where they're able to help other people and that we're building a community uh, where we're, we're living on our own terms. And I don't care if you have a job or, or you do, or you're a full-time entrepreneur, whatever, wherever stage or wherever you're at in your life, we need, we all need each other. But sometimes in life, family, you have to you have to start the journey out alone. I'm starting the journey out alone doing this podcast. I don't have you haven't heard one guest on here. You haven't heard. And the reason why I didn't choose having guests and trying to interview, because I said that it's is one of those things that I wanted I, I needed a commitment out of me. I needed to be able to show up. Like I was disappointed. Um, I didn't, wasn't able to drop a show on Friday and it was because of business reasons. And I, and I, the excuse was extremely valid. The reason why I couldn't have done it, but I said, I should have, I should have planned earlier for this. I sh- I known that I was going to be tied up, but I had the assumption assumption that it was only, it was going to be for three to four hours. And it, it really, I mean, sorry, it was only going to be for a little bit and it turned in to something longer. So when you, when you start feeling guilty for the things, you know, you should, should, should be doing, that means you are onto something. Now, how do you start executing? That is the next step. But the first step of knowing when you like, with, like for me, when I don't work out, as I said that I was going to work out, I do feel guilty. I feel guilty because I know that that is a day that I had made a commitment that I'm going to do something. So family, whatever you're chasing, uh, your goal, your dreams, whatever, whatever is just continuously making you feel some type of way about that dream is yours. That goal is yours. Understand you're going to have to get un- uncomfortable to a point so you can 
stop having to have a permission slip to live your best life, to live on the terms of what you said you wanted out of that dream, because there's a reason why you want that dream. It's I don't know if it's because you want to be able to help people is help yourself or it's, it's a reason that that dream keeps you up or keeps keeps bothering you or you continuously think about it and you say, well, you know what, maybe I'm not going to be able to do it. I, I I wish I could tell you how many times that I said, you know what, this is probably not even worth it. I've said it so many times because of the fact of it's it's not the, the, the progression is that we can get caught up. And I've talked about this where you can get caught up in looking at other people's success and you're like, wow, they're getting paid that and they're just and they're doing with their love and they, you know, and they're just having a great time, just smiling ear to ear. And you're like, what what do I need to do that? And the thing about it is, is what you need to do is continue to do more than what you are currently doing and to stay the course and to stay consistent with with the course. So I'll close with this again, family. I love what Lisa Nichols said about the familiar discomfort versus the unfamiliar new possibility, because David Goggins also talked about the thing that you don't want to do is really the thing is 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 probably where you need to be you you know that you know that you said that you wanted to run a marathon and that you need to be running x amount amount of miles every day and the marathon was something because maybe you were you you gained 100 or 200 pounds and you said you know what not only am I going to lose this hundred or 200 pounds, I'm going to, I'm going to come back and run a marathon. And, and, and before you may have been in the best shape of your life and you never even ran a marathon, but now you put that extra pressure. I know pressure is not the most fun thing to embrace. However, that is one of the things that really helps push, you know, put is a, a driver. It, it shows us because it creates a, um, a falsehood of frustration in which if you really if you really step back from the 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 sh- I don't want to use the word shame, but the embarrassment of how you're feeling and just really look at it, you should be smiling and say, man, at least I'm embarrassed that I know that I should be doing more. And it's not that that whole cliche of work harder. It's that I know what I should be doing when you figure out that what you know, what you should be doing based on where you're currently at. Oh, my. It's, it's amazing. It's, it is truly amazing when you say, I know that I should be doing this more and more because this is going to help me here. So I'll close, family. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you wanting to be uncomfortable so you can eventually be comfortable with the dream and the vision that has been placed upon you and that I I really, truly pray and hope that you get everything that you're going after. I really think you deserve more that you can be more, but in order to do that, you have to be willing to give up something. This has been your boy ED until next time. Peace.